Hello, I'm Lucas, that is Jeff, and you're listening to Make Your Own Damn Podcast. Jeff, what is up? Oh, well, we, last week, we set ourselves with a mystery that we were going to solve for this uh-huh. week. With the mystery being, what the fuck is going on with the Amityville Horror franchise? And we did find the answer. There actually is a specific answer. Now, for anyone listening that's wondering, like, what influenced uh this this question well if you look on like imdb you look on uh wikipedia you look around on the internet i think there's maybe a good 50 movies listed as being <laughs> in the amityville franchise which lucas where, where were you you were on was it uh was it letterbox you were found this I was on? on tubi I was oh on you were on tubi, tubi. okay yeah um and i was like I saw that there was like I think I saw like I saw Am- I saw there there was uh, Amityville in space and Amityville Karen next to each other and I was like okay wait a minute what's going on here and so I typed in Amityville on Tubi and I I saw there was there were many uh, very low budget Amityville movies um, on streaming on Tubi uh, in existence. Um, so the obvious question being, how does this like massive household name horror franchise end up with like dozens upon dozens of like unauthorized sequels? So in, I just want to say, like in last year alone, there was one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine Amityville movies, according to Wikipedia. Just to give you an idea. So, so before we get to the actual answer of why this is happening, Lucas, what's your history with the Amityville Horror as a whole? Just like the franchise as a whole. Oh, dude, I um, I really like some of the earlier films. I I had actually seen the first one. Oh God, I must have been ten years old, and I I uh, I was watching it in the den of my childhood home with all the lights off and I was like, and it was like the opening scene. Like you learn that it's like, quote, quote, a true story. And keep mm-hmm. in mind, I was 10, but I was like, I got really scared. and was like, okay, I can't keep watching this unless I turn these lights on. <laughs> and, um, but I enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. And, um, and uh, over the years I've seen, a good deal of the, um, I guess uh, I'll just call it this because that's is calling it um, the original series, um, which there is everything. Is a, we'll get to it. There is an official series. We'll get to this. Yes. It's an official series, and then there's all the unofficial movies, and we'll we'll get to why, okay. what that means, why this exists, all of that. Mm-hmm. Now, how about you? When I when I texted you those screenshots uh, from Tubi, like uh, you gave me a um kind of a surprising answer because I know how much you love movies. Um, but you said I believe something like uh, it technically you know has um, the most sequels, but I've only actually yes. seen three of these. Yeah. Yeah, it's the um, I knew that it was technically the longest running, um, not the longest running, the uh, horror franchise is the most number of entries. If you yeah. count all the quote unquote unofficial, once again, we'll get to that. Um, yeah. But if you count all the unofficials, there's no other horror franchise that comes close. And even still with 11 entries, it's it's up there for amongst the longer ones. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's, uh, yeah, that's just one below, uh, Friday the 13th, so. Wow, yeah, that's right, yeah, yeah so it's, it's up there, but nobody ever thinks of the Amityville Horror as one of the long-running franchises. Yeah, I don't know why, I mean, it the first one came out in 1979, so that was between Halloween and Friday the 13th. Um, and it, it entered the pop culture lexicon, like, the Amityville yeah. Horror in terms of how you portray a haunted house in pop culture is still like the blueprint for it. Yeah. And the whole, like 
get out is like kind of yes. like a meme basically like you know um so so my first exposure to the series i actually read the book before i saw the movie and i, I even rem- read the book. i even remember buying the book at like this used book fair that i went to like when i was in like high school or something some big used book sale and i just snatched up anything that was like horror related and the amp they had a uh, beat up hardback of the Amityville Horror, and I read it, and my bullshit detector wasn't quite as high then, and I thought it was terrifying. I thought it was yeah. terrifying that because like this hap- quote unquote happened right. to somebody, and I didn't see the movie till um, probably a good number of years later. Really enjoyed the movie, and I realized like looking back of like the official movies in the franchise. I've seen several entries of them. Yeah. Like, I've seen a bunch of Amityville movies, like, kind of almost a little bit more than I kind of realized until we started doing this, like, planning okay. for this. Yeah. Because I've, I've seen, seen The Possession, I've seen 3D, I've seen It's About Time, I've seen the mm-hmm. remake. So that's so, like, that's five. I've seen, I've seen almost half the franchise, which yeah, I really so wouldn't have guessed. I've, um, seen the original of course i i love i actually love the possession like i it's um fun fact uh one of the writers on it is dardano Sacchetti, who is um was longtime fulci collaborator like wrote oh, all the yeah. fulci films that you love like the beyond city of the living dead zombie um also wrote the demons movies um and uh his co-writer is tommy lee wallace who directed uh uh, Halloween 3, which is, you know, kind of pe- people love. And he also directed yeah. uh, the TV version of Stephen King's It. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And then, and he did The Possession. Yeah, he, he wrote uh, The Possession, yeah. Um, the director is Damiano Damiani. I, I'm not sure what else he has worked on. Um, seems like he's mostly just like, uh, I don't know, he's an Italian director, but I've never heard of him, weirdly enough. Um, uh, I'm, yeah, I'm looking at his list of movies, and I'm really not familiar with anything yeah. that's coming up. But yeah, he somehow got the gig for Amityville too. Yeah, um, I've definitely seen parts of three, parts of Curse, parts of It's About Time, and parts of A New Generation. And I've seen Amityville for The Evil Escapes. I actually did a podcast on it with Max Booth that was like... <laughs> We we both didn't like the movie, but the more we talked about it, the more we were like, you know what? We had so much fun talking about the movie. Like, it's impossible to think <laughs> of the movie outside of that context. And so now I'm like... You can't oh. think about it negatively. Yeah, but the f- fun fact about that movie is the... Um, uh, they, it, the the antagonist is a um, lamp that came from the Amityville house after it um, oh, burned yeah. down a haunted lamp. And it just makes me think of that Family Guy joke where Stephen King's like, and the the family, they get attacked by a lamp monster. And they're just like, they're not even trying anymore. There's actually a trilogy of what's called Amityville items movies. Yes, That's which is three such a movies cool idea. That are all items that came from the Amityville house. Technically four if you count the dollhouse. Oh, I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Dollhouse is a scream, dude. I, I, I mean, it's got some like really cheesy mid '90s low budget moments, but there's also some really fun moments too. <laughs> I've got to say. Um, but yeah, so it's yeah, that's there's the dollhouse, there's the lamp, there's um, it's about time is literally a clock, like a grandfather clock. Yep. Yep. And then that, that's on Shutter, and I watched it because I just heard it's about a haunted clock. Yes. And it's like, and it's the, uh, what's it, the sixth Amityville movie. And I was yeah. like, all right, I got to see what that is. <laughs> so I watched um, that one night. A New Generation is a good old-fashioned uh, haunted mirror movie. Uh, we've seen, you know, I'm, I feel like that's like a subgenre in and of itself. <laughs> There's been a um, lot of haunted mirrors over yeah. the years in horror. Um, uh, although the weird thing, uh, so the first three were theatrical. Uh, the Evil Escapes is made for TV, um, and then uh, Curse Through Dollhouse are direct-to-video. Okay, and then yeah. we get into the remake series where the mm-hmm. um, Amityville Horror and Amityville Legacy, is that the other one? No, not Legacy. Um, 
fuck, what's what's the uh Oh, there, I somehow didn't know there was a sequel to the remake. Oh wait, there it, it is. Yeah, wait. It's no. it's 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 actually a prequel that it's um it's based on the original Amityville the Awakening. Oh, is, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is is the eleventh That's the found footage one, right? No, um, well, um, oh, actually, well, I might need to see this movie. Is a direct sequel meta film taking place in the real world outside the continuities of, of the series. Oh, is that the the Awakening? That's the uh, that's not the found footage one. I'm sorry, that's the uh, the Blumhouse one. I actually started watching that today to get ready for our, our episode. Oh yeah, uh, Blumhouse. Yeah, I got so, distracted. But th- that's <laughs> the eleventh movie in the what the quote unquote official series. Okay, so it's I, I I didn't get to the part where it was like um yeah, that's interesting. I didn't know it was uh um technically a direct sequel. Yep. Um it does say that it was oh, it re- apparently it was originally originally going to be a found footage movie. Mm-hmm. Um what's the found footage Amityville? That is um uh, give me a second. It's uh the Amityville Haunting. The Amityville Haunting. Yeah, I definitely have not seen that. It's found footage, and it's uh, also made... Oh, it's made... Asylum, no. Yeah, I was going to say, it's also made by the Asylum. No, no, I'm not going to watch that. Yeah. That's too bad, because I'm like, oh, found footage... But, I mean, found footage Amityville is paranormal activity. That's true. That's true. It would just be paranormal activity. I'm pretty activity. sure that's why they made this, honestly. Made the Amityville Haunting, honestly. Because um, it was, like, two years after paranormal activity. So first, let's okay. So we have all these wacky sequels <laughs> that can get into, but um, going back like to the first movie, we, we, let, let's just get this out of the way. It's supposedly based on true events. Yeah. No, it's not. Nothing <laughs> happened. Nothing happened. Ed and Lorraine Warren are fucking hucksters. The was it the Lutz family? The Lutzes. They they just basically made it all up because they couldn't pay the bill, right? Like. Yeah, they couldn't pay the bill yeah. in the house and needed to se- and need to sell it and get like a reason for getting out of yeah, it. Yeah, so they're like uh, ghosts. <laughs> and they and the fact that there there was indeed a family murdered in their home that yes. did really happen. It's a real crime that happened. And now before someone's like, but didn't the uh, guy to commit the murder claim that he was possessed by demons when he did it? That's technically true. A lot of murderers. No, but in all fairness, that was like the sixth explanation he gave. He gave many other explanations for the murders before he claimed demons and then gave more explanations afterwards. People just focus on the fact that he said demons one time because the guy wasn't all there in the head. Um, He he wasn't possessed by demons. They found out they couldn't, as you said, they couldn't afford the house. So they had to get out of it and they made up this whole hoax and – Right. The um, Warrens do tie over to this in uh, some fucking way. I'm trying to remember off the top of my head how they tie into this. But yeah, they, I they, forget yeah. what their relation to the Amityville thing is. I know like about some of their other like <laughs> Jesus, but like people. to talk about um, yeah, okay. Oh, they were one of the investigators to give credence to their. To the Lutz's right, claims. Right. So that's how they got involved. And the Warrens are just total fucking hucksters. Garbage. Yeah. Uh, so when the Lutzes and what's his name? Um, Jay Anson, who ghost, who wrote the – he didn't ghostwrite it. His book name's actually on the cover. Yeah. Who wrote the book with the Lutzes. Um, they literally sat around and got drunk and came up with all these stories, which turned into the, the <laughs> novel. Let's be honest here. It's not a nonfiction. It's a novel. Yeah, and people just and it's treated, not bad. No, it's not bad. I it's really been a long time since I read it, but I remember it being a fairly good novel, and it's pretty much regarded as like a good haunted house novel. Outside yeah. of the fact that it tries to pretend people involved with it trying to pretend it really happened. But right. um, uh, last podcast on the left did a great episode on the Amityville horror and um, like where. They got the real life inspiration for some of the stories that they told and like what were the quote unquote things that really happened. So, you know, like the pig that like looked out the window, that whole Mm -hmm. super creepy fucking thing. Would you like to know the story about where they got the idea for the pig in the window? 
I very much would. So one of the neighbors had a had a cat that was an indoor outdoor cat that was a very fat cat. And the cat would come over oh, and stare in through their windows. And the husband would always get annoyed at the cat looking in on them and called it the little pig, the little pig cat, the little oh piggy. Gosh. So a fat cat with voyeurism issues turned into a demon pig. That is that's. And if it. anyone listening that wants to know more of like those really stupid details of where this all this shit came from, like I said, look up the uh, last podcast podcast on the left breakdown on the Amityville horror. They do oh, a wow. great job of explaining away all the fucking bullshit involved. Well, because um, one of the Lutz kids, didn't he like come out against the pair? I don't know. I don't remember. I, I probably shouldn't say shit like that because I, don't, I, I, don't I will say they only lived there for a month. They did successfully like get out of the house and other people have continuously lived in the house ever since. And not one other person has ever reported any supernatural disturbances. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, no, it never it never happened. But all these people claim it did. Which is going to be a little bit of a legal problem later. We're going to... Yeah. <laughs> this is hucksters that kind of got pulled by... Like, tricked by their own con. Um, mm-hmm. So... Uh, there are several. Th- there is what's the main Amityville haunting franchise, which yeah. In case I'm just going to list them all off here real quick, so it's clear for everyone that mm-hmm. it's 1979's the Amityville Horror, 1982's Amityville Two: The Possession, 1983's Amityville 3D, 1989's Amityville Four: The Evil Escapes, 1990's The Amityville Curse. 1992, Amityville, It's About Time. 1993, Amityville, A New Generation. 1996, Amityville, Dollhouse. Then the 2005 remake called the Amityville Horror. And then, um, why can I not find it on the list here? Oh, the 2017 Amityville, The Awakening. Now, if somebody's asking, like, well, what makes it, like, part of the official franchise? It just really means it's all connected to the people and, and companies that originally bought the rights to the book. And, yes. and so it's really by the official franchise, it's all financially connected. I right. believe it is also most likely financially connected to the um, uh, Lutz family in some fashion. Oh, um, I think you're right. I think you're right. Because so here is how there's so many other Amityville movies. <laughs> and the first other Amityville movie um, happens in, I believe, 2011 yeah. um, with the Amityville haunting. Yeah, Asylum is that the Lutz family in their con claimed it's a real event. Mm-hmm. In the United States, you cannot copyright a historical event. Which means as long as the Lutz family and the Warrens claims it's real, anyone can do movie adaptations of it. However, the Lutz family and the Warrens have both successfully had lawsuits of defending having their likenesses used in other productions that they can claim that the am you can do a story about the amityville house because it's supposed to be a historical event however they say they own their own likenesses i actually dispute that i dispute that legal ruling now i'm not a judge not a lawyer but i would think of the amityville horror the haunting is being claimed a historical event that would make them public figures and yeah. that you would be no, free to yeah. use their likenesses, which I'm, I'm though guessing that the reason studios um, filmmakers don't is they're very, very litigious. If you look up anywhere online involving the Amityville horror and the Lutzes, there is shit tons of lawsuits about likenesses and representations mm-hmm. of their specific mm-hmm. stories. And so these people are just con artists and yeah, yeah. they, they also apparently in the last uh, 10 years, completely lost control of the con. However, you know, that gave them uh, 
God knows how many, what was it, uh, almost 30 years that they were in control of it. And where I believe this little losing control of the con came from was the Warrens had a bunch of lawsuits with, um, oh, who made the, what, what studio made the, uh, the uh, Conjuring movies. Uh, Warner Brothers had yeah. a bunch of wa- lawsuits with Warner Brothers, and that Warner Brothers kept using their stories to make other movies and spinoffs, and essentially coming like, no, that's the work of fiction. We like that's our mm-hmm. intellectual right. And then Warner Brothers is like, ah, uh, ah, uh, ah, uh, you said these are all historical events. Yeah. So which is it? Uh-huh. And famously, Warner Brothers almost went to court with the Warrens over a court case to prove if these were real ghost stories or not. This all ended up getting settled out of court. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, though. Like, it, it would have been just Lorraine, right? Because didn't Ed die? Like, oh yeah, Ed's been dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah that's so funny. Lorraine died um, in 2019. Yeah, she just died. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I thought Ed had been dead for a while. Um. Where are you at on the – I mean, I don't want to dwell on much, but, like, you know, um, where are you at on the Conjuring movies? Oh, I – oh, fuck. I have complicated feelings on the Conjuring franchise. Um, as actual movies, um, some are pretty good, well done. Some aren't. Um, I think – even the first Conjuring, I like the first Conjuring until like the last third. I think it really runs out of steam in the last third, and it just turns pretty mm-hmm. generic. Uh, Conjuring Two, I actually, I, I think I may have liked Conjuring Two better. And then there's all the spinoffs, which honestly are shit. Um, but I though have a weird kind of moral issue in how they portray the Warrens in these movies and them being such noble heroes when in real life right. they were just con artists and hucksters that either worked with people and just created absolute nonsense to con gullible public out of buying their books and stories and getting them on TV or they went to be psychics and consultants to grieving families and took advantage of the mentally ill and conned those people out of money. The Warrens were bad people, bad people. And I do not like how they're portrayed in the movies. It's like you could, like as a creator, you could have literally just as easily like still had a movie about like a couple of paranormal investigators as your protagonists, but not, you didn't have to call them. You didn't have the to call it the Warrens like, because none of the movies, none of the Conjuring movies, while they're all they and they, this is this is like if, in case anyone listening is not real, all the movies are quote unquote based on real stories for, that the Warrens encountered. But mm-hmm. like they're actually not the stories that the Warrens like. If you read one of the books, um, it's not the same story. It's just loosely connected. Like they just could have made up a different. Investigate, like, just call them something other than the Warrens, and yeah. I would feel and much better about it. Yeah, yeah, I've only seen the first one, um, uh, and I love it. I love, I, I do love the first one. I, I thought it has kind of this like funhouse kind of energy to it, where it's just like you know, set piece after set piece, and uh, you're just you know, like the. The hand clapping game is the a hand wonderful set piece. That is a wonderful set piece. Um, I just just like how it kind of culminated in like the girl with the sheet over her in the chair in the basement. Yeah, 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 yeah. And Remember that's, like an exorcism. that's the yeah. end of the movie. It's it's not very. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't get to the um, same high levels that the earlier scenes do. No, I I agree. I agree. Um, I remember watching a whole, like, breakdown on, like, the entire, like, franchise, I guess, because, like, there's all those spinoff movies, and, um, I just remember getting, like, really mad and being like, this is just the Catholic MCU, like, what? Oh, my God, that's exactly what it is, yes. (laughs) Yeah. 
And I've seen uh, a lot of the Conjuring spinoff. Like I've seen and I've seen the Annabelle's. Though I haven't seen Annabelle Goes Home. I've seen the yeah. Nun. The Nun was awful. Um, oh. I saw okay. Curse I was, of I was just gonna ask about that because like I love nun exploitation, so I know. do. Even if you like nun exploitation, I do not recommend it. It's, okay. Okay. It's a, It's just a really bland mainstream horror. It's just so bland. It's, it's probably so not what I'm thinking. When I say, no. when I'm, I think of, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're going yeah. into it for nun exploitation, you're going to be dramatically disappointed. It's, <laughs> it's not that at all, and it's gotcha. not like a big budget nun exploitation movie. It's, it's not in the slightest bit. Yeah. Very oh, I generic. did see the devil. I did see the third Conjuring movie. The devil made me do it. I did see that one. That's the one. That's mm. that's the um legal court drama one. I did see that one. Um, it's also uh the case it's based on. Uh, I think it's also the basis for what's it like a haunting in Connecticut or something like that. Okay. Okay. Can I tell you something? This is, like, such a dumb thing to get hung up on, but, like, so, uh, the Amityville, or, I'm sorry, The Haunting in Connecticut is, like, a movie, right? And there's a sequel, but it's called The Haunting in Connecticut 2, Ghosts of Georgia. Oh, yeah, I remember that coming out. It bothers me so much because it's two different states, and every time I see that, I, I, like, groan, and it's it's so petty, but it just it really rubs me the wrong way. I, I'm just curious. Is I'm looking at right now. Is, is the haunting in Connecticut based off the same story that uh, that Conjuring Three is based off of? I think it is, or I might be wrong. Yes, it is. It is. Okay. Uh, haunting in Connecticut and Conjuring Three are quote unquote based on the same as. See, Haunting Connecticut never mentions the Warrens, I don't believe. No, I don't think so either. Yeah. And the Haunting in Connecticut 2 is, I think, actually based on another Warren story, but they don't connect it to the Warrens. Gotcha. So, see, other people were doing stories about the Warrens, just not connecting them. And yeah. I'm fine. It's certainly not portraying them as heroes, you know? Yeah, I really dislike their portrayal. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, so that's though how we got sidetracked on a bunch of things there, but that is how we, people can legally make movies like Amityville Karen and (laughs) Amityville in the hood, Amityville Thanksgiving, Amityville in space. Yes, that movie's already been done, in case you're wondering. I I watched that uh, about a couple weeks ago, and I think that might have been what inspired me to do this episode. Like, it is... First of all, it's dangerously close to something I pitched you a million years ago. Um, And then... (laughs) Oh, God, that's right, it is! It (laughs) is! You Um, did pitch me something years (laughs) ago that was probably shockingly similar. Yeah, but uh, so in it, it, I mean, this movie must have been made for like $500, dude. Like it is like, it is that low budget. Um, And did you, did you see on the list Amityville gas chamber? I did. (laughs) What the fuck? Would you like me to read you the plot synopsis for Amityville gas chamber? I'm a little afraid, but yeah, let's let's uh, check it out. Wait, what set are you looking on? Because I'm on Wikipedia and I'm not. Oh, are you on IMDb? I'm on. I look at the list on Wikipedia. How are you able to get on the plot? Uh, so, uh, oh, not... I, I I Google searched it. I searched. Oh, it. okay, gotcha, gotcha. Which okay, also so that just, list that list you is got two tabs open. That's what's that's that, what I have way more than two tabs open right now. <laughs> that list Multiple is also tabs. not completely accurate because it lists Amityville the Awakening. Awakening is not part of. Well, actually, well, it says original series remake and based on the Amityville haunting, but then yeah. it ironically splits off the eleventh quote unquote official movie from all the other. Imitators. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. So here, though, I need to read you this plot description of Amityville Gas Chamber. Um, it's an 83-minute movie released in 2022. 
Amityville Gas Chamber has no narrative to speak of. Instead, the entirety of the film is without dialogue and opting to show the main character quietly reading a book while flatulence noises are added as Foley elements. Periodically, trivia related to the Amityville films, Amityville, New York, the DeFeo murders, which is what the original everything's based on, and the Amityville house itself will silently pop up as visual elements. Yeah, so I was wondering if it was going to be, I mean, I didn't know it was going to be just some guy reading a book, but, like, I knew it was going to be something weird because, like, I'm looking at the, uh, on the IMDb and, like, the main plot summary says, like, Amityville Gas Chamber is a satiric take on the myriad movies taking legal advantage of an unprotected franchise, cobbling together what they want and slapping the Amityville name on it. If that's the way they want to play, then game on. Um, I mean, that's kind of neat. Um, yeah. You can watch the, uh, I think, Pretty sure you can watch the whole movie for free on YouTube. I see it's supposed to be uh, the creator apparently put it up. Um, huh. um, actually, I'm not seeing it up any anymore. Oh, apparently it's on Prime Video. If anyone oh, gotcha. really anyone really wants to see it, that doesn't sound like anything I can recommend. Yeah. I, I though I was watching trailers for some of these. Oh boy, do they look bad? They're they're rough, man. Um. I did, um, I did start, like I said, I did start watching, um, The Awakening, which is in the, I guess, in the original continuity, which, you know, whatever that means. Um, but it's, um, it's, uh, I didn't get to the meta stuff yet. So now I'm like, kind of curious, like to, to keep yeah, watching. That, Cause that at first I was like, I was me. like, this is just a haunted house movie, you know, but like. But now I'm like reading more about it and saying it's technically a meta movie. I mean, there is this there is a scene where they show the DVD and I'm hoping I, I, I don't feel like one meta reference makes a movie meta. Do you do you feel that way? No, no, that yeah. does not make a movie meta. Just breaking the fourth wall one time does not make it meta. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. We'll see. So we'll and see. like when we're talking about the total number of Amityville movies, I'm not even sure if it's possible to come up with a complete list of all the movies have claimed well, to be a part of the franchise. Cause it I sounds also like know, there might be like seven tomorrow, you know? <laughs> yeah. And then I want to point out like the list that they have on like Wikipedia is only American movies, which there oh, were a shit yeah. ton of Amity movies made in other countries. I found in my research Oh, um, no shit. I did not find that. That is. And, and because of how IMDb breaks down, like how you can search for things now, like I can't just get an exact list of like how many movies had have the name Amityville in it. Oh, man. Like, remember that, Am- that IMDb redesign really made. Like, I did not so like it. It's kind of become stuff. like, a, I don't know, like. One of those like screen rant type websites where it's just like shit, but you constantly. There's Amityville Shark House. Yes. That um, came out this year, and in 2023. I, I think there's just there's one just called Amityville Shark too, right? Like I don't know. I have, I'm, not, I'm not sure. Yeah. <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me at this rate. Yeah. Um, I know this Amityville exorcism, Amityville Thanksgiving. Oh, oh yeah, I came across this one in my research. Amityville Vibrator. Yes, it's about yes, exactly I saw what, you, that as well. what you think it is. Yeah. The hit up that sweet uh, SEO engine, uh, Amityville Poltergeist. Oh, yeah, of course. Just to, just course. to confuse uh, people that don't um, know anything about horror movies when they're searching so online. There's, uh, there's Amityville Scarecrow and Amityville Scarecrow 2. Um, yeah, uh, like, I, I'm not sure if it's even, like, really possible to create an entire list unless one like dedicated months to tracking down amityville bigfoot is coming out this year oh jesus <laughs> yeah so this um, franchise so apparently with um with I, I really think it was the success of the conjuring that fueled all of this I, is yeah i think you're right is that the conjuring becoming so popular and the warrens and lutzes getting into legal disputes over representation 
and other movies kind of like opened up things for other filmmakers to be like, wait a minute, you mean any of us can use this? Now, mm-hmm. like, their Conjuring came out in uh, 2013, and there were already like Amityville Haunting, Amityville Asylum, Amityville Playhouse that were people that were beginning to see of like, wait, we could do an Amityville movie if we wanted to. Um, yeah. And then that, then with all the lawsuits and how they all worked out, essentially being like, if you're going to claim this is real, that means anyone can talk about it and use this name. And then which, 2016 on, the floodgates fucking open. Which only means you need to... Uh, we, we need, you need to, like... Uh, I don't know, somebody needs to write an Amityville book, right? Like, just... You could. You yeah. absolutely could. Um, like, I... Like, one of the videos I saw, I was watching it about, like, overview of the franchise as a whole was, like, essentially, if you just have an idea for a supernatural movie uh, based in a house, just call it the Amityville blank, and boom, you have instant franchise recognition, even if you have zero permission or zero to deal with it at all. Oh, that's incredible. (laughs) And so that's, that's how we've ended up now with, like, 50 fucking Amityville movies. That is uncanny. I mean, and there really is that many. Like, there's like... Oh, at least. Oh, God, there's probably way more, like I was saying. Like, it's... I I don't even know if you could get an accurate number of how many there are. I didn't even, like, take into consideration the possibility of foreign movies as well. Like, I mean, like... But also... And then also movies from... This actually... I wish I had the references pulled up. Um, I don't remember where I found this, but there was even some movies that were released overseas that weren't Amityville movies in the United States, but got released as Amityville movies in other countries. Of course. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, that Amityville Island. That's the one you probably think is Amityville Shark because. Oh, yeah, that's right. Because uh, for God's sake, get out of the water and it's trying to possess shark going after a swimmer. Yeah, because you know what? Because Amity is the island in Jaws. Is so it? That's what they're referencing. Yeah, yeah. It's oh. not Amityville Island, but it's Amity Island. Yeah. Well, well, here. Um, no, it's called Amityville Island. Is the name of the movie? No, I no, I know that, but I'm saying oh. the uh, in Jaws, it's just called Amity. Well, like, the plot yeah. description on IMDb is a cursed survivor of the killings at the Amityville house brings evil to a small island where bizarre genetic experiments are carried out on humans and animals in a secret woman's prison. Oh, holy shit. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, man. I wonder if... uh... Oh, boy. Oh, images from the movie look bad. Oh, it does not look good. But I gotta like how many exploitation tropes they jammed into that description there. Um, Have you read the book or or seen the... um... Uh, or watch the YouTube channel uh, Shark Exploitation Sunday. I, I bet, I bet, I bet uh, Susan, who uh, has probably covered this movie, um, she does I, like. I have not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, yeah, sound, uh, that sounds like a movie she would cover, Amityville Island. Um, yeah, it's just like basically reviews of every shark movie ever. Like, but yeah, looking at images from it, it looks bad. And that's the thing, like, a lot of these Amityville spinoffs, from when I was looking at, like, they might make for a trailer to laugh at over, like, I can't believe somebody made a movie about that. But a lot of it looks like to fall in the type of movies that, like, it, watching it for 90 minutes is not going to be fun. No, no, no. Yeah, that was kind of the impression when I, like, watched, you know, Amityville in space or whatever. I mean, there was this, like... Yeah, there's like, and just to give you an idea, there's this like clip art pentagram in space, like shooting lasers at like <laughs> at the. It's like good for these people making these movies, and they're able to like they're able to get us like talking about their movies. Of course, of course. But um, we probably never would have even heard of them otherwise. But yeah, they don't look good. So um. So yeah. that's anyone wondering why there's so many Amityville movies. That's why. Now uh, let's go back to the uh, the actual. Yeah, I wanted to say like what Amityville you movies. like the way you explained it though, like how it's like you can't copy 
historical events. Like that's just, I don't know. Like that's more in depth than like what I found. Like they're just like, I don't know. They're just like, Oh, like the, um, the event, like what I found was, it was just like, Oh, the events are public domain, even if the first movies aren't, which is kind of the same thing, but like, yeah, the movies themselves are not public domain. So, but yeah. events are because the events are claiming to be a real thing. In the United States, you cannot copyright an historical event. Anybody gotcha. can make a movie about the Battle of Gettysburg. Anybody can make a movie about the assassination of JFK. Anybody could make a movie about Woodstock. Um, you may not be able to use yeah. the music that was played at Woodstock, but you can make a movie about the Woodstock movie festival and actually i'm su- i'm surprised i can't actually think of a movie that's like that because when someone's like well how do you make a movie without having uh like the music in it the movie detroit rock city almost provides a blueprint now yes it does use kiss songs in the movie but if you cut the kiss songs out of the movie you'd have the exact same movie yes you would yes you would mm-hmm. so like but that's just a weird mental tension. I just went down there. <laughs> but um, but it's a good like, movie though. <laughs> just like you can, yeah, I enjoyed it. Just as you can make a movie about like any of these things that impact like or real quote unquote events that happened. If the Warrens and the author are claiming the Amityville horror really happened, well, that makes it fucking fair game for other people to use in artistic reinterpretations. Yeah, definitely. I mean, because even. Because even if, like, yeah, because, like, you could um, argue that, like, you know, like, yeah, I guess, like, what happened was the the event, like, the uh, investigation happened or whatever, but, like. Think about how many Charles Manson movies there are. Nobody's getting oh my permission yeah. for, for that, that the Manson murders are, um historical event this is why i dispute the warrens and lutzes claiming that they have the rights to their own likenesses i dispute that they should be considered public figures that anyone is free to use because like they were public figures they wrote books they went on tvs they did tv Mm -hmm. they did interviews they still claim and they still sit in the limelight up until they died like they were public figures as far as i'm concerned yeah I actually have a good idea for a book about the Warrens that now that they're dead, I could write. I would, that sounds You want to hear my, you want to hear yeah, my pitch? Yeah, let's hear it. That, um, that Penn and Teller, the magicians, fuck with Ed and Lorene Warren in creating a haunted house. And it's oh, the shit. spirit of Penn and Teller's debunking stuff. And essentially to prove how these people are frauds and, like essentially show how easy they're conned and show they did it except no matter what Penn and Teller do the Warrens won't accept it's not real magic oh of course yeah and so Penn and Teller getting frustrated with oh the that's so funny maybe not a book maybe a good short story like that's a like novella. a that's like a South Park episode you yes know? yes yeah. exactly and Penn and Teller meet meet the Warrens just sounds to me like goddamn like hysterical because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. also the Warrens would never allow themselves to actually be under any real scrutiny over any of their investigations or claims. No, of course not. Of course not. So what do you think of the Amityville Horror remake? I remember not liking it that much, but like I also don't remember it that much. This um, was part of like the Dimension films, and they were doing all those remakes in the mid '90s. Yeah, yeah. I remember like enjoying it an awful lot. Yeah, uh, it's been a long time since I saw. It. I see. I see. It has um 23 on Rotten Tomatoes and Metacritic of 33. That doesn't really mean much. I don't okay. care about that shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, Just as a whole, it was not well liked. Yeah, I um I think I might have just been like um. I don't know. I don't really totally remember it, but, um, it's, I don't know. It's, uh, I, I actually, um, I, I have like weird memories of it because I, um, the day after I watched it with my friends, um, we, uh, got really high and drove to New York to try to find the Amityville house. 
I mean, the house still stands. If you had the decent directions, you could have accomplished this. We did not find it, um, unfortunately. It's still but, there. We're, like, in it, Amityville, New York, it's still there. Yeah, it was still a fun time, though. Um, I, I've heard the uh, that, yeah, it is still there, but the um, it kind of, um, like, the design of the house has changed dramatically. Um you know, because of because of idiots like me who like I mean, it's, get high it's and try also to find it. always been just a residential house that like yes. people live yes. there. Remodels happen, like things. It's it's a house. It's not a museum. It's not a historical site. It's just a house people yeah. live in. And it also doesn't yeah. it also doesn't look like it does in the movie. Oh, like it okay, never yeah, did. So that's... It never did. Yeah. Well, so here's what the like the exact um. Uh, like uh, it says the house known as one uh, or 112 ocean Avenue still exists, but it has been renovated and the address changed to discourage sightseers from visiting it. Um, the infamous quarter round windows have been removed and the house today looks considerably different from. Its oh, wow. They, it did really have the quarter round windows. I see pictures. Yeah. I just looked at pictures. It did actually have those, those windows that look like eyes. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Yeah, wow. It, that seems like something that would have been made up for the movie, and then it turns out that really, really mm-hmm. was there. I wonder if they still have issues with voyeuristic cats spying on whoever lives there. <laughs> oh my gosh! Now that would be that would be interesting. There you go, cat bill. Oh, it turns out the only thing that's real is just that that fat that fat cat's actually a ghost. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Turns out that's the only thing that's real of all the stories. He's like, oh, God damn it, that fat cat's still still around. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, um, do you have, like, of the ones you saw, like, I mean, I know, like, did you have a favorite, like, as far as, like, I, I mean, because you said you only saw ones from the official, you know, timeline. Like, do you, but do you have a favorite? Probably, I'm, I'm trying to. I'm I get two and three confused, and so two is the prequel, and it's really trashy. And I that's the one I was thinking of. That I kind of really appreciate uh, the second. I do too. One. Yeah, because yeah, because yeah. it it's really yep yep the Italian American family yep that's the one I'm thinking of. Yeah, that's yeah. really trashy. <laughs> Um, sleazy. Like, there's a whole incest subplot between That's like right. the, the dude and his sister. Like, yeah, it's it's so trashy. <laughs> I love it though. It's it's fun. It's uh, yeah. And um, I know of the like the main lineup of movies. Shudder has a lot of the sequels. Yeah, available to watch. I did see that as well. Um, no, I'm not seeing like I'm not actually sure how many they have right now. Oh, they, I mean, they yeah, they have a whole bunch of them. You can anyone if anyone has like Shutter, uh, you can see a whole bunch of the Amityville sequels. Mm-hmm. Uh, Amazon Prime also has a whole bunch of the like random spinoff Amityville movies. Yeah, um, and I also yeah. know HBO Max also has a whole bunch of them as well. Yeah, that has mainly ones from the official timeline, though I believe. Oh yeah, no, it's just it's just all official timeline because the stuff Warner Brothers is connected yeah, with. Yeah, like that's that, right, that, that's, that's right. what makes it like the quote unquote official timeline. Yeah, um, and then Tubi is just a free for all where it has like every single, pretty much all of them. Like I, I think it has like all the official timeline ones i don't think it has the remake though um although it might the remake um, comes and goes on on streaming services i've also noticed that the amityville movies are one of those movies that like are always coming and going on whatever yeah. you watch yeah definitely so what about you what's your Oh, it's gotta be. No, it's it's gotta be the second one or uh or dollhouse. 
Um, or Dollhouse? Yeah, no, Dollhouse. I haven't seen that one, and that's about, it's, I assume, a haunted Dollhouse taken from. Yeah, other. I just think it's a unique idea. Like, I, I'll be honest, like, like thinking about, like, some of the set pieces, like, I'm just like, it's not great, but it has a really fun third act. And, like, I just like the idea of, like, and, like instead of the house you're in being haunted, it's, like, you brought the haunted like a miniature version of a haunted house into your house. I don't know. That's just interesting to me. That's fun. That's fun. That also vaguely reminds me of that one, um, creep show episode. Oh, the, uh, the house of the head or whatever. Yes. Which yeah. I really Not liked until the, until the end. Yeah. Yeah. And, and when it ended, I was just like, what the fuck was that? What the point, what was the point of that? I, I yeah. truly did not get it at the end. I uh, I think we've talked about it on here before, but like I I was not a big fan of the Creep Show revival. I know way too many people involved with the Creep Show revival series to really state my opinions publicly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I I do too. So like you know, which which anyone can read between the lines on what my opinion is of the Creep Show series. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and I, I do too, so I probably shouldn't say, shouldn't have said what I said, but, you know, there it is. Sorry, guys. Uh, uh, no, for a haunted object, bringing a haunted object with you, I just got to shout out, because that is like a thing in haunted movies, you know, like, you know, an object that carries around the haunting, Oculus. Oculus is fun. And yeah. Remember, you said there was also an Amityville movie that's a mirror. A mirror. One. Yeah, it's a Amityville and New Generation. Yep. New Generation is the mirror one. Yeah, Oculus yeah. on the mirror story, really, really solid. I really enjoyed Oculus. Yeah, I think that's probably Flanagan's best. Oh, in my opinion, easily, easily. Yeah. In my opinion, I'm not a big Flanagan fan. Um, I I know people fucking love him. I'm not a fan. I was. And then, like, I just kind of started to feel like he was kind of just a, I don't know. He only has, like, a few tricks, right? I mean, maybe we all do, but, like, it seems like he's just kind of, I don't know. I always forget that he did Absentania, um, which was actually Absentia, is that how it's pronounced? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, that was, was also um, really solid. I really liked that as well. Was, that was why I was a, a fan, like, early in his career. Like, I was like, I saw that, and I was like, this, like, feels like the first film of, like, somebody really great, you know? And then I saw Oculus, and I was like, yes. And then I saw Hush, and I was like, hmm. I had <laughs> issues with Hush because I actually spent uh, several years having a deaf roommate, and they got some things very wrong in that. Oh, okay. Like for remember, like um, like the scene where the friend is banging on the door and gets killed, and the person never, the main character never turns around because they can't hear it. Mm-hmm. They would feel the vibrations. Oh, right, right. That's when so the killer. Cool. When the killer opens up the window in the bathroom and sneaks in behind them, they would feel the fresh air. Like, yeah. you don't lose all of your senses when you can't hear. Like, yeah, no, I had true. issues with that movie because I had a deaf roommate, and I know, like, you can bang on things, and they quote-unquote hear you because yeah. the banging is vibrations. Right, Sounds right. make vibrations. They can – deaf people can still feel – vibrations so i had big issues with how they portrayed um somebody with uh no hearing now i'm up and down on a doctor sleep like i did I, not like it i just i it people it really, loved it and i people have no did, idea and i don't know i like there's moments that i really i liked oh i really loved every performance in that movie but other than that, like, I really just, I don't know. It just felt too uneven for me. Um, but, it yeah, felt, you're right. It felt, very main, it felt very mainstream horror to me. It felt very safe mainstream horror. Yeah, there's, yeah, yeah. I mean, I everyone's just, like, but the scene where they kill the kid, I did not think that scene was, like, at all. You see fucking nothing in that scene. The only thing is, like, a kid died. 
Right. Like, that's it. But you don't see any, like, it's not that intense. Oh, but the kid's screaming. Oh, fuck that. Like, like it, it did not find it intense at all. I did not care at all for Dr. Sleep. Yeah. Gerald's game, um, I thought, was good. Okay, I, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I kind of feel like I didn't see that one. Um, I, I thought... Haunting of Hill House had some strong episodes. I never was, bothered with it. It looked boring to me. <laughs> there's like two episodes in the middle that are excellent. And then like the rest of the series is just okay in my estimation. Um, well, but I thing was, it's what, like how many episodes? Um, six, six or eight. Or some, yeah, it's like I did not want to watch a six hour Mike Flanagan movie. Yeah. Like I yeah. like I'm uh I liked him when he was doing like was it how do you pronounce it? Abs uh Absentia Absentia Oculus. Oculus, like a nice tight ninety minutes. Like get in, yeah, get out. And my problem with Joe team's only a hundred minutes. It's just barely over an hour and a half. Yeah. I think I might not just like him when he go, gets long winded. Yeah, you might be right. You might be right, because that was I think that was an issue with Dr. Sleep as well. It did kind of... Oh, I thought Dr. Sleep yeah. dragged so hard. Like, oh, I found yeah. it tedious at points to get through. And now he's, he's like, living on Netflix now, doing these, like, once a year, doing this big horror miniseries, which I see this year's is going to be the fall of the House of Usher. Right, and, right. In which I would be interested in, except for the fact... The Netflix stuff, while some of them are quote unquote based on things, they literally throw out the source material entirely. Like the Haunted yeah. Hill House has nothing to do with the Shirley Jackson novel or the movie based on it. So no, I'm certain the Fall House of Usher is not going to have anything to do with the Edgar Allan Poe story. Yeah, like I mean, they're just using the name recognition to tell their own ghost story, which is fine. Like, but maybe don't use the name. I don't know. Like, uh, I don't know. I, I just looked up online. Um, it's not known exactly what it's going to be about, but um, they have announced like who's starring in it and what some of the character names are. And they're pulling all the names from the short story. And before being like, Oh, that's like, so there are adapting the short story. They did the same thing with haunting of Hill house. Some yeah. of the characters in Haunting of Hill House are, have the same names as in the novel, and they're not remotely the same characters. So right. that doesn't really mean anything. No, uh, no, yeah. Like, you can't use character names as, like, <laughs> I don't know, as, like, a sign that the adaptation is going to be faithful. <laughs> like, silly. <laughs> but, yeah, anyway. so, yeah, we got distracted with Mike Fland again. Yeah. Um, I don't know. What else? I, I don't where, really have anything yeah. else other than, um, do you know where they got the name, the Amityville Horror? Um, yes. Yes, I do. I saw this today. Uh, it's uh, it's actually a – Jay Anson was paying tribute to H.P. Uh, Lovecraft's uh, The Dunwich Horror, correct? Yes. Yep. Yeah. I never made that connection until researching for this episode. I did not either. I never made like, that connection. I just thought it was like – it's just a go-to The blank horror, horror is like such a trope cliche at this point, but it's like when the Amityville Horror came out, it, I, I guess it wasn't? I guess not. I don't know. I mean, even if it was, like, I mean, I guess he's saying, like, he thought of, like, because it was, the yeah. Amityville is the name of the town this takes place in. It's not the name of the house. The Dunwich Horror. Dunwich is the name of the town the story takes right. place in. It's not the name of anyone or any, like, thing in the short story. It's just the this horror happened in this town. Though, in right. all fairness, the Dunwich Horror does take place all over the town, and the Amityville Horror is contained to one place. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But hey, it's fine. Anytime you're paying tribute to uh, a classic weird tale, I'm going to be happy. Um, so do you recommend anything from the Amityville franchise? Yeah, I would recommend... Like, like even though I said that I really like Dollhouse, like I have a hard time recommending that one, just because like it is very like low budget '90s direct to video. If you're not into that, like you're not gonna be. 
into the movie. But I would recommend the second one. I think it's really effective, and I love how trashy it is. Um, if you're listening to this podcast and you have not seen Amityville 2 for a while or have never seen it, like I would definitely recommend that. Um, and I, I would I would recommend the first one if you're a fan of like 70s horror, I guess. Like it's yeah, I definitely I feel I'm gonna have the same recommendations for you. I recommend the first two. The yeah. first one because it is just kind of an essential like 1970s horror movie and if you consider yourself a genre fan at all a lot a lot of the tropes everyone associates with haunted houses comes from it's like the haunting of hill house um richard matheson's hell house and the amityville horror you take those three works and you have like every haunted house story ever written since like yeah (laughs) essentially like every single yeah i would throw the changeling in there too changeling why would you throw the changeling in there that's like a that's like really influential i mean i guess it is i just don't yeah. see this as like really setting up the tropes like i don't oh, really feel yeah, like no. i don't yeah. really feel like things like stuff really pull i don't know actually oh is there anything like it in the, no there's not anything like in the stories i just mentioned the the children's toys in the yeah. changeling we see that yeah. all the time now so i guess Specifically, that children's toy thing really mm-hmm. comes up, and like the paranormal um, investigators. I mean, that's uh, Hill House and Hell House, right? Is right. both where that trope kind of originates from. I always yeah, had a good true. haunted house story of uh, uh, a group of investigators going in. That's like huh. a that's uh, a that's a template. Oh, yeah, yeah, Flesh Gothic, which is essentially him just straight up rewriting Hell House. And yeah. I, re- and I really like it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I was going to say, like, it's it's more sexed up, but then I remember that Hell House is, like, doesn't oh. have, doesn't that have some weird sexual shit in it? Oh, too? yes, like, it does. Oh, yeah, yes, yeah, it yeah. does. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. A woman gets love... raped to death by a ghost in Hell House. That's right. That's right. And she gets raped to death and drowned in a swimming pool. Yeah. The yeah. book's brutal. Yeah. Oh man. And that's actually. I, I've favorite. actually seen a lot of uh, modern reviews on like Reddit and other places of like, oh, reading classic horror, reading Richard Matheson. I'm gonna read Hell House, and like, I really liked it until the last third, and it got all rapey, and I'm like. That's what sets Hell House apart. Because <laughs> if you remember, what the, what the ghost thing is, is the owner of the house that disappeared inside of it, disappeared while trying to recreate Marquis de Sade's 120 Days of Sodom. That's right. That's what's right. going on in Hell House. Oh, God. Richard Matheson was so good, man. Like He was, he was just, great. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, this... But having the the investigators going into a house is a really cool trope is kind of the point that we were trying to make, though. But that guy's totally tangent derailed there. But yeah, the first two Amityville movies, first one, because it's just as classic a 1970s horror that any serious horror fan should see. And the second one, because it's a fun little sleazy gem uh, that like, yeah, no one really talks about any of the Amityville sequels. And at least of the ones I've seen, and also what people say about them, the overwhelming consensus seems to be that the second one's the only one that's really worth the time. Yeah, I mean, it depends on what you're looking for. But as far as, like, uh, like I would say, like, if I were to, like, recommend it, recommend something and, like, feel good about recommending it, it would, it would probably have to be just the first two. Um, that's where I stand. Yeah. Yeah. Um with that being said, what uh what's going on next week? Next uh, week we, we are going back to trauma next week. It's been a minute too. Yeah, it? and we promised everyone like we weren't abandoning trauma. We weren't really like overall changing the focus. We just kind of broadened things a little bit. And so we're going back to trauma and we're going to be watching a movie that neither Lucas and I have ever seen before, but it's one that we constantly remember getting advertised to us and always looking 
interesting to us. I don't know if I saw it. It was all over every Troma DVD, and it is called Unspeakable. And I'm pulling up the page right now to just get the year 2000 account. Yes, came out during uh, Troma's uh, Troma's Edgelord phase, like around the time they did Suicide and Bizarre Bizarre. So uh, it's going to be be, uh, fun. And fun, fun watch, I think. It, the Troma always advertised it as essentially like their most extreme, disgusting, vile movie. Yeah. So I'm I'm interested. We're gonna find out what Unspeakable is next week. Yeah, I mean we've already we've already watched Blood Sucking Freak, so I, I'm curious what Troma thinks is their most uh, disgusting and vile movie. And and yeah, Blood Sucking Freaks, bizarre, bizarre. Yeah, suicide. Yeah. Um, like, they, it'd be interesting to see how this fits in with those. Yeah, definitely. All right, cool. So in the meantime, um, I would say you know check we've us out a, on Patreon. We've got a uh, bonus episode every week. Yep, bonus every Monday, and then like regular episodes every Thursday. Um, maybe to entice you all, I will start. Uh, I'll try to remember to start um, doing like little previews of of ah. the of the bonus episodes on our uh, on the regular in the, channel in the regular yeah. feed every now and then it's like a little 10 minute clips you could cut out yeah. like one of the conversations on just like one movie we talked about and just like yeah drop that in yeah uh, totally. and if everything everywhere all at once wins best picture we should probably just strip release that episode that's just a bonus yeah you're probably right you're probably right because we essentially did a whole episode on on that we did, we did, but we also have episodes on Barbarian, the entire VHS franchise, um, Jordan Peele. The um, morality of war films was the discussion we had with Kevin L. Donaghy. That was yes, that was fun. that's right, that's right. Um, we just we just discussed the uh, this year's nominees for the Academy Awards and some really random shit I saw, including a movie featuring a the villain of a being a mutated aborted cow fetus. Real right, movie. right. Um, and then there's like some behind the scenes stuff as well. Yeah, you, know, you so. can also hear us plan out the episodes. So, but yeah, yeah we'll be uh, back next week with uh, 2000s Trauma Distributed Unspeakable.